Ladies and gentlemen, cats, dogs, ponies, and chickens, welcome back to the Six Figure Jobs podcast. Of course, I'm your host, James Nicholas Kenny. Weird to say my name in the third person. Um, I am here with Dr. Delray Messer, an incredible person, entrepreneur, doctor, mother, friend, partner, and mentor to so many people. So thanks so much for being on the Six Figure Jobs podcast. I'm honored and so excited. Yeah. Um, So tell the audience a little bit about how we met. Yeah. So we did a virtual online summit together called Navigating New. So we were asked by a mutual friend, heard each other's stories, had an instant connection. So excited to be able to just align with you to share our stories and hopefully help inspire more people. That's it. And um, Dr. Messer has a huge, huge team. We'll talk about that here in a moment in the abundance that she's created in her life. You know, one of the things that we do at Six Figure Jobs when we talk about, you know, getting people in the course and getting them the education they need to break through ceilings of finances in their life, we start with the affirmation process. You know, I am not my job. I am more than my resume, et cetera. And your story, going back to the virtual summit and how we met, man, you had to be in disagreement like our friend. Javon would say, that still sticks with me. You had to be in disagreement with your current circumstances in order to break through. So ladies and gentlemen, no further ado, um, I'm going to try to do a snippet of your story. Uh, But Dr. Delray had an incredible father who set forth small goals in front of her so that she knew what incremental growth was at an early age. Um, She wasn't an all-star runner in her mind in the beginning but became an all-star runner and ran in college in track and field. Um, She then, with a three-month-old, started grad school to become a doctor. Crazy. Chose to go through grad school, (laughs) become a doctor with a newborn. Did that. Built a successful business in your medical practice. Did that. Started a supplement company. Did that. And now you have what, like a hundred thousand people in your organization? Um, our whole organization and my team is about 21,000. 21,000. That's, that's, that's insane. Anyway. So, you know, so that's a snippet of, of the story, but going back to, um, navigating new navigating next, um, you know, could you give the six figure job audience a little bit of version of your own story in terms of how you became a six figure plus person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, you, you tell them all the accolades, but that's, you know, really the glory and not the real story, because behind that was a lot of forward failure. And it gave me a lot of feedback, it allowed me to be able to navigate what was in alignment with what I wanted in my life. And for a long time, I thought success was achievement. So as long as I was achieving things and succeeding in that way, I felt valuable and worthy. And it wasn't until I had a pretty tough place in my life five years ago, um, personally and professionally in a really big transition that I realized that life was about so much more. So it was who I had become in the process of, you know, challenges and, and facing those challenges and getting super gritty and resilience, resilient in those times, um, that allowed me to gain processing tools. And I had so many processing tools, um, to be able to then bring it to the next life experience that I was going to, um, encounter 
and decide what my priorities were and why I wanted it. And from a really young age, I've always been very entrepreneurial. I kind of have a squirrel brain, like everything sounds like a good idea. I love helping people, um, but I've had no business background. Um, I went to chiropractic school with a passion for health and wellness and prevention. I saw so much chronic disease disease that could be prevented with lifestyle choices and, and healthy change. And I wanted to be a part of that solution. And I just realized that a lot of the time as a technician in um, practice, a lot of doctors are really good at what they do, but they really struggle at the business side of things. Or if there's a really great business in healthcare, then they struggle with bedside manner and compassion and um, empathy. And so when I started to look at what I wanted to do to really blend the two together, um, I hit a, a pretty tough place because I realized in my practice, I was going to always have a financial ceiling. I didn't know getting out of school that I was going to end up working in such early mornings, late nights, marketing on the weekends, and really felt like a leftover mom. I had an hour at night for dinner and bedtime. Um, so the evolution of my the business model was because I started to experience pain points um, in those businesses, transitioned into the online space, and quickly realized that the nutrition and supplement world was lacking a lot of integrity because of the lack of regulation and kind of felt like I unveiled the curtain of Oz of an industry that I just didn't want to be a part of with fad diets and, you know, really slick marketing campaigns. Um, and at the end of the day, I just didn't feel like I was aligned with it. And I could never put something in someone's body that I didn't know was backed with third-party testing to ensure the quality and purity of it. But through that epic forward failure, because it was $100,000 plus of investment, time, energy, effort. I mean, as an entrepreneurial mind, I think we all agree that we are willing to take risks. And um, I think a big challenge for, you know, a six figure mindset are a lot of us are tied to achievements. And suddenly when our identity becomes what we do, when we have to course correct and change either a career or we go through personal relationships, I had several failed relationships and several failed businesses five years ago. And when I looked in the mirror, I felt like a failure. I didn't look at myself as somebody that had gained so many skills and had um, failed forward in a way that now I could transition and pivot and be able to find something that my skills would, you know, move me forward with along with the timing. Um, and so I finally was introduced to a woman who was able to kind of pull out of me what I desired and what I wanted and what I wanted to prioritize. But the most important thing that she did for me was give me a space to discover that I had become somebody with a mindset that could enter a lot of different industries and do well because of the skills and because of, you know, the ability to overcome some of those obstacles and problem solve because I had done it so much before. And I think my, you know, my, my best advice to people listening that, you know, even during this time of uncertainty and COVID either, you know, people have either lost jobs or have had to transition and, and change. And a lot of times, you know, we look in the mirror and think that um, we're a failure because of unexpected circumstances. And that's just not true. You know, your outside external circumstances don't dictate who you are. Um, and, and you've come with a lot of skills and an incredible mindset. If you can just say, like, listen, what I have created up until now has prepared me for a time such as this. Um, and I think that is what, what was my pivotal moment five years ago. 
of saying, okay, you're not a failure. Um, you can start over today and it's fine. It's not too late. I think a lot of people think that too. Like it's too late for me. Look at what everybody else is doing. I am the type of person that has always compared myself to other people because I strive for excellence in every area of my life. But that can quickly lead to a lot of unfulfillment if you can't start to see um, what true fulfillment and purpose is. Um, and I just realized, wow, I get to start over, but how exciting because I have all of this experience I'm bringing with me. I have this incredible mindset to be able to learn and grow every day. And I love my industry because I'm never done learning. Every day is a new day and I'm constantly learning something new. And that's what I desire is growth um, in business and in life. <laughs> well, first of all, Ladies and gentlemen, as you're listening to Dr. Delray, you now get it. I feel like if you guys at home, your iPhone, your Android, whatever you're listening to this podcast on now, if there is a way for you to slow it down and listen to what she said or transcribe it, to me, that is the essence. Like that is the salt for the soup, right? Like that, the, everything that you say is, is the thing. And every time we speak, I just feel enriched. The way that I translate what you're saying in terms of how I try to help people get this education, this programming, this breakthrough, and this knowledge for six-figure jobs. I spoke to a woman the other day, just to give you a quick case study of the work that we do with six-figure jobs. She's at 48000 She's at a major um, phone and wireless company. She's been there for 14 years. And she said, oh, you know, it's excellent benefits and... I've been there for a long time, da, da 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 And I turned around to her on the phone call and I said, well, listen, they're not interested in paying you double. They've had you for 14 years, so there's no upside for them to pay you anything more. And what you think you're doing is this, but actually you're doing that. And you can, you can at least get to 70K, and then within that next leap, you're going to get to 100K. But the big part wasn't just the strategy that I gave her. It's what you and I talk about all the time. It's, I said, I have to be honest with you. And I told her this before we hung up. I said, the biggest challenge you're going to have is not getting this next job that's $20,000 more. It's going to be who you have to be spiritually to accept that money. I mean, I, I just got chilled. Mm -hmm. That is, can, can you help me articulate that? Because what, what I am so fired up right now, like I'm almost crying because it's like, this is the thing. Like, I'm like, I don't care if you listen to Tony Robbins or Earl Nightingale or Oprah. I don't care who you are talking to. There's a million podcasts. This one's not special. <laughs> There's a million books. They're not special. But it, it's the shift that the person has to have from within in order to receive it. How, how how do you articulate that to your teams? Well, I, you know, I feel like it's, there's like an inverted income to effort sort of evolution that happens in entrepreneurship, especially. We say that again, inverted. Inverted income for your effort. So like a lot of people have this expectation that, you know, I should be paid this amount. And, you know, when I actually look at the amount of effort that I have applied to whatever I've done in the past 13 years, 
it is so much more than anybody sees day to day or what they see now. So a lot of people think, oh, like what you did in three years was so fast with this next opportunity that I was given to create a seven figure income online and a, an incredible team of people that are doing excellent as well. But what most people don't see are the 10 years before that, where I struggled in in business and I wasn't paid what I'm paid now, but I also didn't have the skills and the value that I can add to people's lives then either. And so I realized, you know, that there's a, a lot of us that don't understand how much value actually has to be given in order to be, you know, rewarded that way, especially in entrepreneurship. Like going back and thinking about some of my first days, there are most people that wouldn't even think about doing what I did for a couple hours, let alone years of persistence and hard work. And when you really uncover some of these stories of highly successful people, they usually say the same thing. It's not a lot of people people that have just crazy luck. It happens once in a while. Of course, some people just get lucky and I'm, I'm cheering them on. That's amazing. But I didn't. And many other people don't have, you know, necessarily luck. Um, it's, it's opportunity because it's created every time you choose to persist. Um, and so I was the one that was at, you know, a mall kiosk for eight hours on a Saturday and Sunday when I first had a chiropractic office asking people to get their spine checked. Like that was not fun. It was not enjoyable. I dreaded it every weekend. I would bring my daughter with me to hand out health surveys to get, to help people and, and connect with them. And then of the 200 people I talked to, 20 people, um, said, yeah, sure. I'm interested in getting checked. And then two people would show up. So what was beautiful about that experience, particularly, I'm talking about the things like if you've done trade shows and you've done the things that you despise and entrepreneurship, it's what builds you. And it built communication skills. I had zero fear of rejection because that's all I faced every single day sitting at a mall kiosk. I mean, who wants to get their spine checked by somebody holding one saying, Hey, come over here, talk to me. Um, you know, the trade shows, the craft shows, like I was doing all of this stuff to just talk to people. And I realized that those were the times that actually built the skills for today. It's just most people want to skip out on those really hard, hard days days that you don't feel like doing it because you don't see the return. I didn't see the return for years. I didn't see the reward of income until years later. It wasn't instant. And I think we live in a microwave society where we want instant results. We want to see our paycheck change overnight. And that's just not the way life and business works. It takes a lot of grit to continue to keep going in entrepreneurship. And I truly, or any, any time when you're developing a six figure income, you're developing yourself. And I struggled with my money mindset. I grew up in a small town in rural North Dakota in a double wide trailer um, with four kids. So, I mean, literally two pairs of sweatpants because it was so cold in the winter. And, um, you know, that taught me a lot about money mindset because it was not something that was positively talked about. There was never enough people that had money were greedy. Um, thinking about a six figure income when I was growing up to me, like looking at through my eyes when I was a child, like that was somebody that was like truly rich. Like mm -hmm. that was them. Yep. This is me and us. And there's no way I was ever going to be able to 
have that. Like I, it was just complete something's totally separate in my mind. Yeah. So I actually had to grow into the person that could start to understand that money is a tool and a tool that can be used for good right. and a tool that can circulate abundance. So I also right. had to become that person yeah. um, before I started earning that. Yeah. And, and what I'm, again, incredibly articulate and vivid storyteller you are. Um, what I'm hearing you say is the way that you become the person that can receive a six-figure job or a seven-figure job, in your case, is through that work. Through that work, I'm receiving what you're saying is that is the necessary character development at any age or any stage of life that is required in order for you to receive those blessings. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. I'm, I'm trying to get it into nuggets that people can walk away with and they can write it on your freaking wall with a post-it note, put it on your phone, duct tape it to your forehead. Right. So I, I just want to make sure that that is correct. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, there's so many things out there about attracting, you know, more money and attracting more wealth. And of course, what we focus on grows and, and having that healthy relationship is so important. The affirmations and what your story you're telling yourself around money is important. But at the end of the day, you cannot manifest a beautiful life from your couch. It doesn't work that way. You know, and, and I think a lot of times we want to skip over the amount of effort that it takes takes to have self-discipline, commitment and consistency are the mother of success. You do something long enough, master skills long enough. Oh, sorry. I just want to put that in another little bracket. Make sure to slow it down, folks. She's dropping gems. Commitment and consistency is the mother of success. Yeah. Okay. How long do we stay with one thing long enough to actually master it? You know, if you think about the greats that have mastered anything, you you think of a Michael Jordan, it wasn't weird that he was obsessed with the basics of basketball. It wasn't weird that he spent the majority of his time in circumstances, both in his mind and in reality of high pressure situations to be clutch at the end. There is a reason why his brain was wired for that because it was repetitive and it was consistent and it was persistent. And you look at all of these people that we look up to for their skills that they've developed in one area. And why do we think it's weird that we have to do the same when it comes to our mindset of self-discipline? Um, you know, and, and commitment is doing the thing you said you were going to do long after the feeling leaves you. And I feel like there's so many people now that have these emotions of like excitement. I'm excited about something new or, oh my gosh, I'm going to try this. Or I am, I'm excited. I would love to earn a six figure income. And that sounds amazing. And you go to a personal development seminar and you're like super pumped up and excited. I'm going to do my affirmations. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to follow through. (laughs) The issue with that is that what I've learned through my experience is excitement's very fleeting. And when we get super excited, it means on the other end of that, we're ready for a, a lower energy rut. And when we go from high swings of highs and lows, that's when it's really hard to do the thing you said you were going to do, even with all of the things around you happening. So think about 
COVID. Think about all of these things that we've experienced recently. Who is the entrepreneur that's still leaning in and doing the thing, staying consistent, regardless of either the world or personal lives falling or, uh, you know, down around us. Yeah. So there's a level of um, focus that it takes yeah. in order to continue. And I think that's what our world needs a little bit more of, because we do have people that want to jump from one thing to the next. Um, and they might just be three feet from gold simply by mm-hmm. continually pursuing and persisting, you know, through the thing that that makes them want to stop. Yeah. You know, I, um, I love the quote from George Bernard Shaw, um, and, and I'll make it short, but you know, would you rather be at war with yourself or at, at, at war with the world? <clears throat> and, um, you definitely want to be at war with the world and not, not, not with yourself. Um, I had a flashback just to add to what you were saying. And then I want to kind of funnel it through the lens of the, of, of, get, of getting a six figure job. But, uh, I had a flashback the other day about, there was this night that my um, Kenny group, um, when it was doing really well at this point, we had this um, cosmetics company actually that's in in your space from Mexico. It's a massive one. Like I don't know how big, like a million people uh-huh. in, in Mexico. It's kind of like the, the the Avon. Yep. And they were having their global summit in New York, so we were producing it at Kenny Group Events, my production company. And um, we had some stuff go wrong with the, the lighting and in a technical environment like that, that, that tends to happen. Um, so we were there till one o'clock in the morning, making sure that everything was set up right and the clients were going to be happy. And I turned around to my team. There was three other guys there and the clients were going to come back at 7 a.m. the next morning. Well, I don't know how many of you on the podcast have lived in New York, but I'm sure some of you have been to New York. It takes an hour to get anywhere and then an hour to get back. We were so exhausted. I didn't want to take the risk of um, oversleeping or coming in late the, the next morning. So my crew and I slept on the floor of the hotel ballroom. And, you know, AC in hotels is like 50 degrees. So we were covered up with curtains and we took the cushions off the couches in the lobby. And we slept in the ballroom on the floor so that we could get up at 5 a.m. and double check everything for the client arrival at 7. So... I, I've never told that story publicly before, but that's the shit that what you're talking about, that I've been there and I'm still there on lots of occasions that sleeping on hotel ballroom floors anyway. But, but that was a, that, that was a funny story. Um, there was a nugget that you dropped. That I don't know if you dropped it, but this morning I was on the phone with a, a candidate and was um, helping them work through their, their job search. And they said, well, I've done all this. I don't know if it'll work or if it makes sense. And I said, listen, every skill and every experience you've had in life is transferable. It's how you position those transferable skills that would get you the six-figure job. Because as a chief talent officer and a chief human resource officer, I can tell you this. One question that I always ask to people is, what have you overcome in your life? Same. (laughs) Of course. Of course we have to say that to the interview. Right? But it's like, I love who you are on paper. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. But now that we've done that and you passed test number one, that I know that you have the basic skills required for the role, I want to know who you are as a person. And the candidate that I will always hire over the person that's only good with book smarts mm-hmm. is what have you overcome? If you've got tenacity, grit, resilience, and you have a demonstrated effort to overcome, that's what matters. Because when you step into any life environment and or business environment, because I think they're one and the same. Stress is going to happen. Fires are going to happen. 
shit's going to happen, for lack of a, a, a better term. And it's the people with resilient tenacity and um, um, hustle, grit, yeah, that have gone in the trenches like you're describing on this call. Those are the people that I want to work with because those are the people every single time that you can depend on and rely on when things get, get heated. A thousand percent. It's the number one question that I ask. And I also, I ask it because I want to know how they respond, yeah. you know, and, and if somebody hasn't been through a lot or they really struggle with problem solving or making decisions or moving forward, even with a ton of resistance, it's persistence through resistance. And those are the type of people that I want to work with and align with, because you're right, like personally and professionally, there's always going to be challenge. And I want the people that lean into that challenge because they have a desire to live for something much bigger than themselves, which is why our collective vision as a team is so much more than us individually and what we want to achieve. It's a collective vision of impact. So we're, we're literally growing ourselves and leaning into problem solving to be able to be better for a collective vision of impact. And ours is specifically healthcare, um, helping people transform their health, helping them dream bigger financially, helping them, you know, enter a community where the first time they've been valued, seen, appreciated, and heard and celebrated versus merely just tolerated. Ooh. And it's actually creating that environment and standing by that when, you know, you look around and there's a lot of people that want to dip out when it gets hard. And that happens too. Um, it does a lot, but the people that I see on my team that have a six figure mindset, they have two qualities that I look for grit and resilience and a growth mindset. So always asking themselves how they can improve every day. What am I learning? Um, how can I fail faster? How can I try something new? And even if it doesn't work out, pivot and learn something from it. And then the second is a burning desire. And it is, I think, um, one of the most under underappreciated um, factors when it comes to building something of, of value is a, a desire. I think there's a lot of people that are miserably comfortable or complain, blame, and justify external circumstances for where they're at or what their pay is um, instead of asking other questions, saying, like, how bad do I want this? How willing am I to get uncomfortable and work even harder and add more value? you and show up and go the extra mile. I mean, one of my favorite books that I ever read that has withstood the test of time is Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. It was one of the first personal development books that really impacted me when I was ready for business. And it really transcends time and industries because it talks about basic success principles that can be applied by, I believe, any human that wants a standard of excellence in their life. And he talks a lot about that. He talks a lot about what is the character like of somebody that, you know, does leave a huge impact, builds incredible businesses, but most importantly, rises up people in the process. And I have a feeling we're going to see a really big shift in leadership and in business because there's a lot of people that want to know the story of you as a human that's why we ask these questions what have you been through what have you overcome um why do you want this what is your why behind it we want employees and people aligned with businesses that care about the customer they they literally will go above and beyond for a customer experience that that customer can't get anywhere else those are the businesses that i spend money with now i'm a very conscious consumer and I'm choosing to spend my money with companies that do go the extra mile, that give me 
an excellent experience. When I have a bad customer experience, I don't give a lot of chances anymore because I believe the standard now is you either have an excellent one or people are gone and on to the next thing. Facts. 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 <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Um, and that, that goes to your, into your day to day. I think character is like who you are when no one's watching. Mm-hmm. It can be in the interview, you know, and, and be on your A game. But what do you act like when it gets hard? Are you the person that is gossiping or are you the person that's uplifting everybody? You know, there's a huge difference between a fixed mindset and a growth one. And it, and it will show itself in time and character will show itself in time. Um, so I'm the type of person that observes human behavior. And you might want to think about that. You know, you can say a lot of good things in an interview. Um, and those things can last for a little bit. It's like dating. We put on our best face for a while, but eventually your true, true character is going to show. Um, so go the extra mile in building yourself self is a, a better human every day. And that's going to transcend your job opportunity. It's going to infuse itself in every area of your life. Um, and that is true fulfillment. If you're bettering yourself, bettering other humans, have high, incredible quality relationships, um, you know, that's where I have found fulfillment is in, is in true service to people every day. Absolutely. Dr. Delray, you know, at Six Figure Jobs, we say life is too short to be underpaid. And what you've just articulated really personifies all those areas of payment and being underpaid. You don't want to be underpaid in your relationships, underpaid in your health, underpaid in your spiritual being, underpaid in your impact in life. So thank you for adding that context to what life is too short to be underpaid means. Um, so last question. We have a bunch of people on this podcast that are you know, stepping into 80, 90K a year, stepping into 100K a year. Some people on here, $200,000 a year, $300,000 a year. But everyone in this day and age, I believe, should have a side hustle because that side hustle goes into 401K, goes into stocks, goes into real estate. Six Figure Jobs, we're about transforming lives with the emphasis on the VES, lives. Um, how do people get a hold of you if they want to work with you for a side hustle? Because I noticed a lot of your team had day jobs but they're putting an extra grand, two grand, three grand, five grand a month in their pockets. Yeah, it's amazing. It's 95% of people that I work with have full-time jobs. And I just love the gig economy. It's so powerful right now. Yeah. Um, and a work-from-home opportunity is so great because it also doesn't necessarily require your time out of the home. Um, and health and wellness is so big. So I, um, I'm working on a website right now, thanks okay. to you. Um, <laughs> but social media, I, Dr. Delray, so just D-R-D-E-L-R-A-E is my Instagram. So I do a lot on there and I try to add a lot of valuable content as well. Um, so you can find me there as well as email drdelray at gmail.com. Um, and I'd be happy to answer anybody's questions or just, you know, provide some support and encouragement. I think a side gig of any kind is super powerful right now. It is. Well, those of you who are listening, I highly encourage you join her team to side hustle if you can, because just the experience of being in her aura in her sphere, in her orbit, in her chi, will really benefit you. In her frequency, oh, I can keep going, um, will absolutely benefit you. She's benefited me tremendously. I'm so thankful that we're real friends outside of the, the internet and we're in service to each other. Um, any last words for the audience at Six Figure Jobs? 
Um, yes, because I think a lot of us are high performers and high achievers on here. Um, I, I am, but I've also realized that life is so short. And I feel like on the other end of it, it's my birthday today. I turned 38, which is crazy to say. Um, yeah. Have, have you ever been saying to on a podcast? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Dr. Derry. <laughs> that was absolutely epic, by the way. Oh my gosh, that just made my day. Live performance. So good. So good. Um, reflecting on the day, I just said to myself, I am so grateful that I didn't end up so stressed and just tied, you know, to achievement. There is so much more um, to life than that. And I know it's sometimes hard. We're marketed to, especially in this country, with better, bigger, better, faster, stronger. And that's going to add more happiness to our lives. And I've just realized through a lot of life experience and some of those really tough rock bottom moments that it's it's just it's truly about the relationships and I spent way too long with um feelings of being a leftover mom like a lot of guilt for not having intentional time and I think there's a lot of us that are rushing through life for either the next big bonus or the paycheck and it goes by so fast you know I I think of our good friend Javon what he said about having 17 summers with your kids (laughs) and how, how are you spending them? And it's one of the reasons why I chose to change my profession completely in a different industry, because I valued time so much more the older I got. And to now be able to leverage it in a way where you can have the best of both worlds, um, I think is so incredibly important. So, you know, that's my best piece of advice is take a moment and think about what is most meaningful to you and, and why, you know, and who you're becoming in the process, even if you're not at that six figure job yet, and that's what you're striving for, who have you become like, write a letter to your persistence and be like, wow, look at how far you've come. And I think sometimes we just get into that huge comparison mode of and and think about what we don't have, versus about what we've gained through all of those experiences. And that really gives me a level of gratitude that I can't really put into words every day. I call them gratitude tears. And it's like multiple times a day where I'm like that emotion moved and so grateful for all of the really, really tough things that I've been through because it gives me a perspective of what I have now and why I'm so grateful for it. Mm. Yeah, I just wanted to sit with that and exhale so I could receive it. Thank you, Dr. Delray. Really, thank you so much. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Dr. Delray Messer, um, hit her up on Instagram. She's easy to find. I highly advise you guys join her team and side hustle with her um, along with your six figure plus job. Um, Thank you so much for being on the show today. I really, you know, I love you. I appreciate you with all my heart. God bless your children. Thank you so much. Thank you. You too.